Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, hello there, friends. It is June 8th. I think I'm going to start saying the date regularly. I always forget. It's me, your host, Nick. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Nick's Nerd News. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this week. I hope you guys enjoyed last week going over everything from Celebration. Probably forgot a few things. Um, probably went overboard on a few others. Not going to lie. Um Hope you guys, though, had a good week, like I said, and, uh, you know, as always, like, share, subscribe, post about it, share it, don't share it, throw it out the window, mute it, I don't care what you do, I'm just happy you guys enjoy it if you're here week after week. Welcome if you're new, welcome back if you're old, Um, welcome in if you're coming back. what what's what's going on in the world of me? Uh, this this is what's going on. No, I'm kidding. Are you guys excited for Jurassic World Dominion? I am. It comes out Friday. Um, hopefully, I get to talk about it on next week's show. I got a busy weekend, so it just depends on how things play out. Uh, other than that, I I think it's best we get right into it. Uh, of course. We always start with what's going on in the video game world, and uh, I do want to shout out, uh, or I should shout out, what am I saying? Uh, this week, technically, this weekend would have been the start of E3, so we're going to get some good good video game stuff this, this week, uh, this upcoming week. Uh, Summer Games Fest, I think, starts tomorrow. Uh, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase is on Sunday. Capcom is doing something on Monday. I don't know if Nintendo will have a Direct or not. That's all happening. Uh, Sony had their state of play last week. We'll talk about that today. Uh, But without further ado, adieu, let's get into it, shall we? So, we finally know what the next Dragon Age is going to be called. uh, And it's going to be called Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Um, Of course, the next game in the series uh, from Bioware. As they they shift their focus there. Um, What was I going to say? They showed off the logo. Um, No word yet on a release date, though. Uh, It's Solas. It will dive into the story of Solas, or the Dreadwolf. Um, He's a character from Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, I guess it will go into that. We'll see what happens. Uh... But some other crazy story, not crazy, but news out of uh, Bioware. Uh, quality assurance workers have officially voted to unionize at Bioware. Um, all 16 of them are forming a union. A unanimous result in bargaining between them and Keywords Studios uh, has begun. Uh, I guess Keywords is the one, uh, they don't work directly for Bioware, um, but they work, like I said, Keyword Studios. Um, and it's over poor pay, return to work mandate, and more. Um, they work in Edmonton, and uh, they are going. The company is going to work with them on that, so it's always good to hear. Um, 
We also found out that Super Nintendo World opens in, in California at Universal Studios Hollywood early next year. I didn't even know they were working on it. Um, early 2023, uh, they put out an official tweet, and that's crazy. That's way sooner than I thought. I wonder where they're even putting it. Let me see if it's on Google Maps, like under construction already. That, that'd be that'd be cool to see. Let's take a trip. And from what I can see, it can be in a couple different places. I didn't even realize they put uh, Harry Potter World up on the upper level, or the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, however you want to, uh, however you want to call it. There. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that was on the upper level. Uh, there's a couple places that are under construction on Google Maps that it could potentially be. There's one uh, where it's kind of like behind the Jurassic World area, but I, I don't think it's going to be there because I think that's part of the, the actual studio. Uh, and then there's another place that's over by... I think this is where, like, backdraft and stuff is. It's over by where the Transformers ride is. Um, I always forget that, you know, Universal Studios is still a working studio. Uh, I think it's going to be back over here, which is kind of next to behind Jurassic World. Um, I haven't been to Universal in a very long time. Uh, I'm going to see if there's a place. No, there's nowhere I can take pictures um this is not good this is not good at all um i'm guessing if you were on the jurassic world ride you'd probably be able to see it um but again i i don't really know where it's going but that's where it's most likely going to open um up Leading up to today's actual full reveal of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, we got uh, some new live-action trailers that featured Pete Davidson, Tim the Tapman, Steve Aoki that were pretty funny. They keep pushing this idea of team. Uh, but ultimately today, an actual trailer dropped uh, featuring all the new characters, some locales. The game looks gorgeous. I, I can say that right now. The game is gorgeous. Um, I, we also learned about the campaign, so it's not cartel focused, um, but we will be going to Mexico and we're still hunting Hassan, who is a, a terrorist from the first game, the, the reboot in 2019. Um, no word yet on when Warzone will drop, but it will come uh, a little after, um, but the, the, the whole team's back, including Soap and the new... The new uh, operator, who is a Me Mexican Special Forces. Um, I'm excited. They said multiplayer looks to build upon what was great in 2019, which kind of didn't work in Black Ops, uh, Cold War, and Vanguard. Uh, and then, then today, they announced a couple of additions. The base game will be $70 across all platforms, unfortunately. Um they're taking on that PlayStation pricing. Uh, or you can get the Vault Edition, which is $100. It comes with the Ghost Legacy Pack. It comes with Red Team 141 Operator Pack. 
the FJX Cinder Weapon Vault. They're kind of changing how gunsmith and weapons work in the game. Uh, Battle Plus plus 50 tier skips, so that's pretty fucking huge, actually. And 10 hours of double XP and 10 hours of double weapon XP. Uh, you can also, if you pre-order it, you will get access to the early access to the open beta. Obviously, everyone gets access to an open beta. Um, you'll get early access to the open beta. Um, also, PlayStation, like I said, had their state of play. Uh, some just some major things I thought were cool. They announced a lot of a lot of things I didn't particularly care about. But anyway, uh, Final Fantasy 16 was shown off and is expected to release in summer 2023. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake was announced. A lot of people consider Resident Evil 4 one of the best games in the series. That will release March 24th. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is a new uh, VR experience, is releasing exclusively for the PSVR 2 when it releases. Uh, along with that, it was announced that Forbidden West is getting New Game Plus, Transmog, Ultra Hard, new achievements, new weapons, a whole lot of new features for New Game Plus. Um... Spider-Man Remastered and Miles, Spider-Man Miles Morales will get a PC release later this year. Uh, if you haven't played it, now's your chance if you don't have a PS4 or PS5. Uh, as well as Street Fighter VI was shown off. Uh, it uses the new Resident Evil engine from Capcom, uh, and it will be multi-platform. Yes, that is correct. After Street Fighter V was a PlayStation 4 exclusive, Street Fighter VI will come to... PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, as well as PC. Uh, that was the most of their State of Play news. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection announced for Game Pass, so this will include all the, the Ninja Gaiden games. Um, and then, how about this? New York has become the first state to pass a right-to-repair law. Um... And so what that means is you, you're allowed to work on your own equipment. A lot of tech companies are not in favor of that. Like recently, Apple finally allowed users to work on their own phones, but you have to like get this massive equipment from them, and it's very cumbersome. Um, there's, of course, iFixit, who sells tools for it as well. Uh, but New York State Legislature has passed a new right-to-repair law. That's uh, called the Fair Repair Act. And it will require all manufacturers that sell digital electronic products to make tools, parts, and repair instructions available to both consumers and independent repair shops. Uh, now that the state legislation has passed both the New York State Senate and Assembly, the bill will be sent to the state's governor, who can either sign it or veto it. Um, it's, they're technically not the first state to pass legislation, um, but it, it has broadly covered most technology, which is most states have not. Um, Massachusetts and Colorado have also as well, um, but they were more hyper-focused and more particular. Um, we'll see what happens, though, with this. Uh, obviously, a lot of these companies don't want people do it to do it themselves because it can void warranties or maybe they might not do it properly. Um, I, I can say that because I work for a company where we don't allow people to fix their own stuff just because... When it comes to electronics, you got to be careful. Or I work with, I work for a company that makes stuff that uses high voltage, so that's a little different. But the idea is there. 
So we'll see if this affects anything else moving forward. Um, Nintendo has also apparently started to open up movie production studios. Uh, based on a copyright listing uh, for the Super Mario Brothers movie, um, they've established new production companies as they expand into more entertainment content uh, via a reset era gaming forum, a U.S. copyright catalog uh, includes Nintendo Studios LLC and M Brothers Productions LLC. I guess it's just for Mario's, for Mario movies. Who knows? We'll see. Or maybe it's just for that movie. A lot of times, they'll movie studios or production companies will just exist for one movie, and they don't really last beyond that or they're just set up for one particular franchise but we'll see uh we also had a sonic central which was a celebration of sonic for his 31st birthday we got more info on sonic frontiers including the trailer uh a, tr a teaser for sonic prime shadow a new animated show on netflix focusing on shadow the hedgehog uh sonic origins which is a remaster of the original games drops on june 23rd the actual 31st anniversary of Sonic, uh, and then they also announced new licensing deals, of all things, for shoes, clothing, all kinds of Sonic stuff. <laughs> I think it's funny that they announced it at, like, a Sonic celebration type deal. Um, the entertainment, uh, what are they called? The, the people that put on E3 have announced that next year will be both an in-person and digital event. Uh, that remains to be seen, though, if that actually happens or if E3 is officially dead after this year. Uh, and then some final gaming news. Razer has announced the Razer Kishi 2, uh, which is the uh, handheld controller device that you can attach to your smartphone. Um, this is a new version. It's a little more universal. Uh, has a, a universal free app that you can use for button mapping and things like that. The uh, Android version is available now or will be available soon. And the iOS version will release later this year. Uh, moving on to TV news here. A little bit of TV news dropping all over the place today, this week, I should say. Uh, I forgot to talk about it last week, but we finally got our first trailer for CW's Gotham Knights show. It's terrible. It is honestly like it, it's what people make fun of the CW for, for making like drama filled crap. And I, it's wild to me that it, it, this would be what, what Warner Brothers and the CW want to actually put out on TV, it, it, it's horrendous looking, it, it's, and then they make some new character that we've never heard about before as, as Batman's son, like, nah, dude, uh, we're done, we're done here, bro, and then they got a Harvey Dent, who's not Two-Face, bro, how can you have a Batman who's dead, and no Two-Face Harvey Dent, unless he's a reformed Harvey Dent, this show is gonna bomb, so badly, but who knows? The CW is pretty much dead anyway. Anyway, uh, The Boys premiered this past week. And uh, 
they went where Marvel was afraid to go. Let me just say that. Uh, if you ever heard the theory about what Ant-Man was going to do to Thanos, uh, Termite, a character in the boys, pretty much took care of. Um, they are going all out on the gore this year. And and uh, am I against it? No. I'm uh, surprised by it a little. Uh, but no, th this season of the boys is going in a very interesting direction. And it's moving a lot quicker than I expected it to in terms of certain reveals. Uh, and I, I'm okay with that. And I, I think it's setting up a great, great season. And I can't wait for the rest of it to drop on a weekly basis. Uh, Raised by Wolves has been canceled by HBO. I know that's a great sci-fi show a lot of people liked. Uh, the Rings of Power. Uh, it's been announced that Amazon's Lord of the Rings show is, is fully planned out. Uh, and, and allegedly they've even planned their final scene. Um, and it, it, we haven't even seen the first episode yet. But according to the showrunner J.D. Payne, he said, quote, there are things in the first season that don't pay off until season five. Unquote. Yes, there's going to be five seasons. Uh, quote, we even know what our final shot of the last episode is going to be. Unquote. That is really great. Uh, they wanted to make sure that they preserved the legacy of Tolkien, um, and, you know, there's very strict rules when you make Lord of the Rings adaptations. Uh, the Tolkien estate, like, you can't have pumpkins uh, in, in any Lord of the Rings production because pumpkins are a new world uh, vegetable, and Lord of the Rings te technically takes place in, like, Europe. I, I, technically, it's Earth a long time ago. Uh, so... There's there's a reason why New World vegetables are not in... Um, wait a minute, they eat a tomato in the movie. I don't know, I just apparently there's no, no pumpkins. No pumpkins allowed. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus also announced a I Am Groot show, which drops on August 10th. Uh, it will be a little mini-series type deal, kind of like what they did with, with Forky from... Uh, Toy Story 4 and things like that. Um, before I get to Netflix Geeked Week, because that, that kind of blurs the line between movies and shows, uh, I finally watched Prehistoric Planet on uh, Apple TV, because I got Apple TV free with my, my work phone, which is an iPhone. I, I personally use an Android, but... Um, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't amazing either. Like, a lot of it is speculation, realistically. I mean, we don't really know how, how dinosaurs would have acted or behaved. Um, there's this ridiculous scene with a Carnotaurus uh, almost acting like a bird of paradise with its tiny mangy little arms with, like, color. And I, I it was strange. Um, and obviously we're so used to seeing, like, dinosaurs from Jurassic Park and things like that that it's, it's kind of weird to see more realistic dinosaurs in this. And I know this is more scientifically accurate and things like that. Just the 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 joy of it was listening to David Attenborough. That that's that's all I can really say. And it, it's just funny that he's doing this when his brother Richard Attenborough played John Hammond in the Jurassic Park franchise. Um, Jurassic. Uh, what we do in the shadows has been renewed for two more seasons on FX and Hulu. So I'm very excited about that. Season four just recently dropped. And um, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi today. Great episode. Really great episode. Uh, they go to the Fortress Inquisitorius of the, the, the base of the Inquisitors. And Obi-Wan starts to be a little bit of, more of a badass. Uh, Vader gets to be a little bit of, ba- of a badass in this episode. So that's fun to see. Um, and then there's like a, a daring rebel rescue, which is fun with, 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 technically we call them air speeders or snow speeders. Cause that's what they were called in, in empire strikes back. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, their incom is the manufacturer. I think they're one forty sevens. I think cause he name drops them earlier. Um, let me see. Gonna go to Wikipedia here. Star Wars fandom. So technically, what the heck? Let me see. Snow speeder are technically yeah, Incom T forty seven air speeders. They are just regular air speeders. Um, like I said, made by Incom Corporation. So, they're also the company that makes X-Wings and the Skyhopper and the U-Wing and the ARC-170 and the Z-95. Sorry, I'm going into uh, a little rant about Star Wars ships and I don't think you guys want to hear that. Anyway, Obi-Wan is very good. I am enjoying it very much. It sucks that there's only two episodes left. There's rumors swirling that there's getting they're getting a second season. I don't think that's happening, to be quite honest. I'm okay with that. Uh, as long as the season series finale is great in two weeks, I'll be fine. Uh, Disney Plus also dropped the first episode of Kamala, uh, Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel today. This is definitely a show aimed at younger audiences for the MCU. My favorite parts of the episode were the first, like, five minutes where uh, it shows Kamala's, like, YouTube channel and her animation and, like, breakdown of of Endgame, and that was really cool. Um, There's also, like, other really cool parts throughout the show and how they film things and show, like, texting on screen and using, like, practical effects for that and stuff. So I very much enjoyed that. Um... There's some other things that I just... It, her new powers are pretty much Green Lantern powers. Like, let, let's just be straight up. They're, they're Green Lantern powers. And, uh... Uh... Am I cool with that? Not really. Um, do I get it? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, because it, it, it'd be hard to, like, show her... Ambigan powers, or whatever you want to call them, um, like Mr. Fantastic style powers on TV uh, uh, for a TV budget. I, I mean, even in a movie, I, I think it would be it would be hard. Um, not feeling it though, really. I, I'll keep watching the show. It, it's not my uh, not my first choice though. You know what I mean? It's not not. Uh, not something I would go out of my way for. And, and and I get what they're trying to do with the character. I totally respect that. It's just... It's a show aimed at younger audiences. 
And I know they do that with like Star Wars and stuff, but when it comes to Marvel, it's a little different. Star Wars has kind of always been for kids. Uh, Marvel, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's different. And then before we talk about movies, there's more movie news than I expected this week. I did want to talk about Netflix Geeked Week. So this is Netflix's like Comic-Con, if you will. Uh, they announce all new upcoming things that are geek-related, if you will. Um, TV shows, movies, things like that. Um, and so day one was Monday. And uh, let's go down to everything we got that day, because today was day three. Uh, day one was, was TV shows. So, me... So, or series. They focused on series. We got to see our first look at the live-action One Piece. And uh, they built life-size pirate ship sets. Um, and there's, like, time-lapse pieces. It, it looks like they're trying to be as faithful as possible. We got a trailer and poster for the new Resident Evil show, which will feature uh, Jade and Billy Wesker in New Raccoon City. Um, we got Zombie Dogs, Giant Spiders, and Lickers. Uh, that show drops July 14th. Um, the Sandman, we got a new trailer for that, and it will drop on August 5th. Um, and it, uh, well, th there's a new trailer that kind of gives a update uh, or a, a background on the Sandman. We got our first look at Wednesday Adams for the new Adams Family spinoff show from Tim Burton. Um, she looks really good as uh, Wednesday. I will say that Jenna Ortega is the new star. We got more deeper looks at the Umbrella Academy Season 3, which drops on June 22nd. Uh, we got news about the cast of Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, Raul Coley, who really wants to play Ezra. I Hopefully they cast him for Ahsoka. Uh, the Midnight Club, a new uh, horror anthology show from the Haunting of Hill House producers. Um... Another horror anthology called School Tales. And then a new sci-fi show called The Imperfects. Um, no word yet on who's in involved in that. Sweet Tooth, the DC Comics ad adaptation, is getting a season two. Lock and Key, season three, which is its final season, got a new trailer. Uh, Fate, the Winx saga, got a shared a clip for season two. Warrior Nun showed season two footage. Shadow and Bone showed gave season two news. Uh, Manifest released a, a sneak peek clip for season four, which will be two, five, two parts, five episodes each, um, and then uh, some other things. Let me see. Other shows got renewed. Um, Day two was a focus on film, so let's talk about day two here. I think I'll go last to newest. Hold on here. There's a lot of stuff to break down what they announced. So day two, like I said, was films. We got a new look at Interceptor, the new movie that is stars Elsa Pataki, who is the voice or the voice, the wife of Chris Hemsworth. 
Um, we got a teaser for the new movie called The School for Good and Evil. Uh, it comes out in September. It's a book series about a school where students are trained to be either heroes or villains. That's really cool. Uh, stars Kerry Washington. We got a uh, teaser information for Rebel Moon, the new Zack Snyder film, uh, which was his Star Wars, as he calls it, because he wanted to make Star Wars. Uh, Anthony Hopkins will... Um, Anthony Hopkins will star a robot as a robot in the film. Um, a new movie called Spiderhead, which is a movie that uh, is like a mix between Shutter Island and Black Mirror, as it's described. Uh, the new stop-motion film starring Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key, Wendell and Wilde. Uh, that will release in October. Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Uh, is a manga adaptation that releases, I think, next year? Uh, a new sci-fi movie called Blasted, um, it, which is being described as The Hangover plus the hot, plus hot Fuzz plus UFOs comes at the end of this month. I'm already, in, I'm already hooked. You know, I haven't even seen it. Uh, Spanish slasher killer book club, which is a new slasher film from Spain. Uh, the John Wick team is making a movie called Vampire, or no, hold on, uh, Day Shift. Jamie Foxx stars as a vampire hunter and, uh, being directed by Ch Chad Stileski, who directed all the John Wick films. Um, that will be available in August. Uh, R R Roar Uthaug is making a movie called Troll. Um... I guess they're a giant troll movie. That's always fun. Uh, the Sea Beast, which is a new animated film, looks really fun. Um, oh, Carl Urban. Nice. Um, and it's from the filmmakers who brought you both Moana and Big Hero 6. Obviously, they're not working at Disney anymore. That drops July 8th. Uh, the Gray Man is a new movie with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. And... They're assassins hunting each other down. I don't know if it's an action movie or a comedy. Um, and I guess uh, the Russo brothers are directing it. Uh, and then today, day three, was a focus on animation. Uh, so all new animation stuff was announced today. Uh, we got our first look at Kong Skull Island an animated series. And it's just a... a Ape print in the sand. I don't know. Everyone's kind of hyped about that. I like. I'm. I'm down because it's MonsterVerse. But like, I'm not seeing anything here. The Cyberpunk animated show, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, will premiere in September. Um, it it is of course based on the game, so I'm excited for that. Uh, there's a new He-Man story, new He-Man show called Masters of the Universe Revolution. Um, hold on. It's a sequel to Revelation. Um, Kevin Smith is still producing. And just images were shown off for that. No trailer. Um, Junji Ito is getting a, an adaptation called Maniac. Uh, Inside Job is getting a second season. The Dragon Prince is getting season four. Um, 
I guess that show's getting seven seasons, even though they pared down animation. Arcane um, is getting a making of uh, series called Bridging the Rifts. Uh, Intergalactic is a new sci-fi show, um, which looks really cool. It looks like the animation style from Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it stars Kid Cudi, Jessica Williams, Timothy Chalamet, Vanessa Hudgens, Macaulay Culkin, and more. Um, Farzar is a new sci-fi adult show um, from the creators of Paradise PD, and it will start in July. Um, there's Exception, another sci-fi show from Japan. It's an anime. Uh, no word yet on when that will release. Uh, there's a new season of Seven Deadly Sins coming in December. Um, let me see. Uncle from Another World, a new animated show. Uh, and I think there's Day 4 tomorrow, which we will talk about next week. Um, but that is everything about Netflix Geeked Week. So now let's talk about movie news, shall we? Crazy amount of movie news dropped this week. Uh, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, a new Beavis and Butthead movie, drops June 23rd on Paramount+. Plus. Looks like it's a sequel to Beavis and Butthead Do America. I'm all in on that one. Very sci-fi focused from what I can see. Looks like they go to space, deal with some aliens. I'm, I'm down. Ha, oh, oh, ha, Beavis, Beavis. I'm TP for my Um Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness drops on Disney Plus on June 22nd. A lot sooner than I expected. Uh, and then apparently it's not Morbin time, folks. Morbius re-released this weekend. And it only made three hundred thousand dollars. Which works out to about $100,000 a day. Which works out to just about uh, $1,000 a theater. Or $100 a theater. Because it was only released in 1,000 theaters. Um, the first day, Friday, they only made 85000 Which was less than $100 a theater. That works out to about four people a day. Or it's $100 a theater... For the day. So that means like five people went and saw the movie. That day. At each theater. It's pretty fucking sad. After apparently been airing on Twitch. Unopposed. Unopposed. For like three days. Straight. It's a meme. It became a meme. And Sony bankrolled that into coming back to theaters for a weekend. Um, yeah. $300,000 across... Just over a thousand theaters. That means total, it did around $289 per theater for the weekend. So, that's pretty sad, man. Oh, pretty sad. Uh, let me, let me just, let me work that out here real quick. Um, there's a calculator. So, $289 per theater, right? Divided by three days, 96 bucks a day, which 
if you work that out to what, like 15 bucks, um, 6.4 people per day per theater. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And uh, Top Gun Maverick pulled in 86 million this weekend. So just put that into perspective for you. Um, <laughs> no one cared about Morbius. It's not Morbin time. And then even Jared Leto got in on it and posted a script saying Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. And people were like, go away, dude. Go away. Go away. That's so funny. Um, Disney released a trailer for its new movie, Strange World. It's it's very pulp sci-fi, 60s sci-fi, but done modernly. And it looks amazing. Um... I definitely want to watch this movie, and if it's during Thanksgiving week, I'll probably take my nephews. That looks cool. Um, I am very excited to see that movie. You should go watch the trailer, like, now. Uh, and speaking of Top, Top Gun Maverick earlier, uh, it is now Tom's highest-grossing domestic film. Uh, it's it's past... What did, what did it pass? It passed pretty, pretty high numbers. Um... Uh, uh, like several hundred million dollars. Um, it also had the smallest second weekend drop of any film, uh, just because of the amount of money it made the first weekend and the amount of money it made the second weekend, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and then some people are suing it for copyright infringement uh, because... Uh, author of a 1983 magazine article titled Top Guns, which... They, the Paramount had leased the rights for back in 1986 for the original. Uh, they're claiming now that uh, the, the, the family of the author of the article, they failed to reacquire the rights, which expired in 2020. Um, here's my thing. When you sue after the movie comes out and after it makes a bunch of money, it's obvious what you're trying to do. Um... Yeah, it it's interesting, for sure. But yes, if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, I highly recommend it. It is an amazing film. Maybe it's propaganda. Maybe it's not. Uh, I just, I think it's great. <laughs> I love the movie. I'm not the biggest fan of the first movie. I love Top Gun Maverick. Go see it. Um... Scorsese was interviewed, I guess, recently now with uh, after the passing of Ray Liotta, and uh, he this was released in the Guardian in an essay he wrote. Uh, he essentially said, "quote Many plans to work together again, but the timing was always off, or the project wasn't quite right. I regret that now." Unquote. Um, he also said, "quote On Goodfellas, we were working improvisationally in most scenes." And many members of the team had known each other and worked together for years, including my mother and my father, into that walk with the new guy, Ray Liotta, and he never missed a beat. It felt like we'd worked together for years, unquote. Um, and uh, he also went on to say, quote, I wish I'd had the chance to see him just one more, once more, too, to tell him just how much the work we did together meant to me. But maybe he knew that. I hope so, uh, unquote. Um... It's, uh, it sucks that we lost Ray Liotta. He was also in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Uh, he played 
um, Tommy Versetti, and uh, it's uh, just uh, it's unfortunate that we lose a great actor like that, especially one for known for playing mob, in mob movies. Uh, it was also announced that Scream Six will be the most visceral and the most violent and aggressive version of Ghostface, or will feature the most aggressive version. Um, Jenna Ortega, who also stars in Wednesday Addams, um, she's the one who said that, uh, said that, quote, he'll be more aggressive and violent than ever before. Uh, Ghostface gets a lot more intimidating, unquote. Uh, she also said, quote, I just read part of the script and it just gets more and more gory. I think that this is probably the most aggressive and violent version of the Ghostface we've ever seen, which I think will be really fun to shoot, unquote. Uh, but we also learned that Neve Campbell will not be returning to the franchise. Um, she was done after five, I guess, uh, citing that she isn't being paid enough uh, for her role in the film. Understandable, uh, to a point. Um, I don't think she's really getting other acting roles right now, and that's another conversation for another day. Uh, yes, people are worth certain things, but when you think you're worth more than what you actually are, sometimes, yeah, I know it has to do with a motivation thing, and yes, sometimes you are worth more than what people perceive you to be, but studios are also a business uh, and need to make sure they're not taking a loss, especially in in this weird world we live in and how box office returns and Hollywood financing and it's all Fugazi. Um, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, uh, the writers of Deadpool 3, uh, they were talking with um, Playlist about the third Deadpool film uh, and have said that, quote, Marvel has been incredibly supportive, unquote, and they also said, quote, we were used to doing things our way, so there are differences, but I think the great part is that Marvel's been incredibly supportive. They are going to let Deadpool be Deadpool, you know? It's not like any particular joke may be the one that they say, you know, that's too far. That could happen, but to this point, it's been nothing but support. It's been nothing but, how can we help you? What from our universe would you like to use? How how can we make your life easy? And we're going to let Deadpool be Deadpool. This is not going to be the Disney-fied Deadpool. So they're awesome, and now it's up to us to come through and justify that faith. Unquote. Um... I, I guess, uh, you know, Kevin Feige did say it would be part of the MCU and it would be R-rated. Uh, Reese and Wernick went on to say, quote, they're not going to mess with the tone. We've always been told it can be R-rated and we're proceeding as if it's R. We would like it to be R. We always have, so I don't think that'll change, unquote. I am stoked on that. I cannot wait to see what Deadpool will do when he joins the MCU because I know it will be hilarious. I have a feeling they'll bring him in through like a Doctor Strange portal, if anything, with America Chavez. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, Prey got a new trailer, the new film set in the Predator, Predator franchise. This takes place in the past, showing the Predator hunt Comanche warriors. Uh, and we've learned that this will be the first movie ever with a full Comanche dub. That's right, you can watch the film in Comanche. 
if you choose to when it releases releases later uh, this year on Hulu. Uh, and depending on where you live in the world, it might be on Disney Plus, which is hilarious. I saw an ad for it on Disney Plus, and I'm like, huh? No, it's on Hulu in the U.S. Disney Plus don't play that game here. Um, and there's a new trailer that looks really fucking cool. Uh, Tim Burton was being interviewed recently and uh, was talking about, you know, being replaced after Batman Returns. Are you speaking with Empire Magazine? Um, and I guess they fired him after Batman Returns because it was too dark. Uh, he was quoted as saying, they went the other way. That's the funny thing about it. But then I was like, wait a minute. Okay, hold on a second here. You complain about me. I'm too weird. I'm too dark. And then you put nipples on the costume. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. So yeah, I think that's why I didn't end up doing a third film. Unquote. Um, that's, that's hilarious that he hated it too. Um, the Schumacher films are interesting. That's for sure. Uh, there's a few bright spots, but not many. Uh, Burton went on to say, quote, It is funny to see this now because all these memories come back of it's too dark, so it makes me laugh a little bit. Obviously, the newer films are very dark. Um, he said he hasn't seen the new Batman yet. Um, he also said, quote, I'm not just over overly dark. That represents me in a sense that that's how I see things. It's not meant as pure darkness. There's a mixture. I feel really fondly about Ma Batman Returns because of the weird experiment that it felt like. Um, it wasn't fetish to me. It was more informed by Roman armor like Centurions. Um, oh wait, no, that was the Schumacher. Just ignore that quote. Um, but yeah, I think it's funny that Tim Burton hates the bat nipples just like us. That 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 warms my heart just a bit. And sticking with the Batman theme here, uh, it, it has been announced. By Todd Phillips, that Joker 2 is happening. Why? Like, don't get me wrong, I loved the first one. But, like, this movie's just going to be loved by douche bros and, and people that don't get it. Um, it's going to be called Joker Folie Adieu. Um, you know, do is two in French. Um, he will, Todd Phillips will co-write with Scott Silver again on this movie. Um, he shared a picture of the script cover. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix does has the, have the script as well. Uh, it will be... It's being described as a psychological disorder. Oh, wait, sorry. Folie adieu is an actual psychological disorder where the same or similar mental disorder affects two or more people. Um, interesting. And uh, I guess this one will still be in the universe of, of that movie, which we don't know what was true and what wasn't by the end of the film. Um, I guess... Uh, I, I guess Phillips found the thematic resonance he needed to write it. Um, I just I wonder when this movie will actually come out, though. It doesn't fit with the new head of Warner Brothers' plans to have be more unified. I, I don't get it. Um, also, 
the head of Paramount, Brian Robbins, has said that the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie is a go. Um, they're deep into it, and it should start filming later this year. Last time I checked, J.J. wasn't directing. I'm interested to hear how this goes. Uh, the whole cast has essentially signed on, I guess. Well, at least Chris Pine has. Um, he, uh, what is this, uh... Brian Robbins said, quote, We're deep into it with J.J., and it feels like we're getting close to the starting line and excited about where we're going creatively. Um, I am a research nerd, and what the data tells me is that the audience wants that cast in this movie, unquote. Do they, though? Do they? I don't know, man. Everyone's digging regular timeline Trek. So, I, I, I don't know. So... Oh, Matt Shankman is directing. JJ's just producing. Um, and he did uh, WandaVision, of course. Uh, Josh Friedman and Cameron Squires are writing the script based on a prior draft by Lindsay Beer and Geneva Robertson Dwarit. Um, oh, God. This is the one that might feature Chris Hemsworth. I didn't think they were going with that script still. Uh, anyway. Jesus. I just go back to the main timeline, please, and make a movie set after DS9 or Voyager. I think people would rather have that. Um, and then, final bit of movie news today. We got a trailer for Black Adam today. Uh, the Rock, starring The Rock, of course. This movie looks great. I am all about the hype. Uh, it features the Justice Society of America. Uh, the Rock is Black Adam looks amazing. It looks like it's going to have some heart and really good action. Um, and also going to have some comedy sequences, which is, which is good. And uh, the CGI looks amazing, especially for, Cap or for Captain Adam. No, Adam Smasher, excuse me. And Dr. Fate, Hawkman, and of course, Black Adam. So I'm very excited. This movie drops in October. It is the next movie in the DCEU after a lot of things were delayed. Um, go watch that trailer if you're hyped like me. I'm excited. We're all excited. But uh, that is it for this week for Nixner News. Again, it, wa it is June 8th today. Uh, this is episode, what, what are we on? What are we on today? I think we're on 211, 212. I think we're getting close to our four year mark too. If I remember correctly. Um, we've been doing this four years, folks. Four years. Uh, that is 213. 213 episodes, folks. Welcome to it. I'm happy you guys are here. Uh, I'm happy you guys have stuck around, listened to me week in, week out. And uh, hopefully we'll have Jurassic World Dominion to talk about next week. So hope you guys tune in then. Uh, as always, check out nixnernews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer to listen to us on the go, uh, you can find links to our Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio pages, all right there on the website. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, 
check out our socials tab where you can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds all in one handy-dandy place. If you prefer, just search Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. And with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.